Welcome back, everyone. For those of you that joined with me yesterday, uh, this is episode two. Uh, well, I um, appreciate you coming back and listening. Those of you that are new, uh, welcome. This is called Native Yoga Toddcast. My name is Todd McLaughlin. Today's date is Thursday, March 26th, 2020. And today I would like to mention how much appreciation I have for healthcare workers. As I'm looking at pictures and photographs of what those in the hospitals are doing to take care of the people that are coming into the hospital uh, with all ailments, but obviously now, especially with coronavirus, uh, seeing images of people with um, bloodlines on their face due to the fact the face masks are rubbing them raw, um, seeing pictures of healthcare workers propped up in chairs sleeping with their legs kicked up just trying to catch maybe a few moments of rest i feel like this is what our country and the world really depends on right now are people who are willing to sacrifice their their lives basically and their health and their well-being to take care of those that are critically ill so I feel like uh, these are like the equivalent of our warriors on the battlefield right now uh, and these are our unsung heroes and the saints in our today's culture so those of you that have a family member that works in healthcare that's going to the front lines every day right now and to all you actual healthcare workers I want to offer a huge appreciation and thank you. Um, I feel like a lot of us are living in a very comfortable situation in that we're in our homes, we have plenty of food and comforts like air conditioning. And um, uh, it does bother me a little bit that people would be complaining about staying home. I think that that's extremely selfish and um, when I look at the numbers, and again, I, I realize that you know certain people aren't going to believe certain numbers and charts, but it doesn't look like the United States of America is doing so great with flattening the curve in relationship to the trajectory other countries are taking and or have taken. I realize these numbers are completely misleading when we look at the amount of tests that have been taken versus the amount of people there are in each country. So, you know, this is very um, subject to reliability and a lot of different factors. However, I do feel that this process of staying put and uh, sheltering in place or hashtag yoga in place um, is is important and critical and you know a little bit of challenge here a little bit of whining and complaining about my economy there um, is irrelevant to the fact that we need to do this for our elder elderly folks and not just for our elderly just basically for the for everyone um, with that being said a uh, word that 
my favorite niyama in the yoga sutras um uh, I, I i take for granted that you already know the yamas and the niyamas uh but nonetheless they're basically moral codes that are put in place according to a text called the yoga sutras of patanjali and the second niyama is santosha which uh, can translate as contentment and this is one of the most challenging aspects i think for the modern culture to uh, to become accustomed to because of our constant stimulus and stimulation that comes from purchasing and buying and ingesting information and wanting to try to find some satisfaction through the purchasing experience. And therefore, contentment really requires taking stock of what do we actually have in this moment? Like, what do we actually have here and now? And I can't speak for, I can speak for myself, I can guess what it is for most, I can't know what it is for you and what you're going through. So I realize that's impossible. However, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you have the ability to, A, listen to it. That means that you have some resources enough to have a phone, have cell service slash Wi-Fi service. You have the intellectual ability to actually log on, figure it out, right? So your cognitive skills are there. Um, your This is purely an auditory experience. So you have your sense of sound. Um, I'm basically pointing at the fact that if we just look at what we have in our existence, in our current experience, we have the ability to breathe, we're alive. We have, uh, some of us will have perhaps limited senses, perhaps some of us will have heightened senses due to the fact that some are limited. <coughs> Excuse me. And therefore... There's a level of appreciation that can come from existence. And so settling in on uh, meditation, on appreciation for life, appreciation for the ability to interact, the ability to experience all of the highs and the lows. And so... Let's try to cultivate a feeling of peace and contentment with these simple truths. Why is it so difficult? Why is it so challenging? How come I'm not satisfied with my current experience? Why am I wishing that I had some new podcast gear? Why am I wishing that I could get you know, whatever it is, and I'm not currently satisfied. And, I mean, if we were to look at cell biology or we were to look at 
the fact of consumption that occurs as an organism, obviously this need to eat and to be full and have our stomachs not in terror or, or, or torture due to the fact that there's no food, consumption has to occur. So that seems pretty obvious. And so by being able to recognize that, okay, without a doubt, I have to consume. Uh, we can attempt to override the consumption mode. You know, we've all heard about people who attempt to be breatharians, um, just living off of air. And then we've also heard the person that claims to be a breatharian gets busted going to a fast food restaurant when no one's looking. <laughs> which always kind of makes me laugh a little bit. But, you know, um, we just got to face the facts. We have to consume. So on that note, I guess then, to what level are we going to consume? Another important thing is that we are consuming food, so we know we have to ingest food of some sort. Some sort of energy has to be taken in to sustain the body. But I think it's also worthy to look at how much energy do we have to take in auditorially, audit, uh, through our auditory senses, to sustain life? How much energy and or do we need to consume visually to sustain life? How much sense gratification do we have to have through touch? Or maybe some people would even argue sex gratification, how much of that is absolutely necessary to sustain life? I think this is where a lot of the people that attempt to become breatharians think that there, there is an option there. You know, because you know, it, it seems like we could close our eyes. Obviously, there's people who are blind. And we could survive no problem. One of my favorite musicians, Stevie Wonder, he proves that <laughs> really well. Stevie's the man. <clears throat> you know, um, obviously, if any one of our senses are taken away, we can survive. But if the ability to not consume food and or water goes, then we are not able to survive, not for very long. So I think there's absolute necessity to first acknowledge that the food element, the energy that comes from food and from water is critical. And we can let go for extended periods of time to visual stimulation, hearing auditory stimulation, physical contact stimulation, taste stimulation, all those things we can, we can let go of and still survive and still live but then coming back to contentment, would we still be able to be content? I believe so. I think it's possible. I think it's possible for us to feel a really deep state of contentment with having very little resource in our lives. Um, still challenging. There was a time period in my life where I thought that when I was in my early 20s, I, my whole goal was to go back to the land and try to distance myself from society 
as much as possible to prepare for some sort of end times that seemed uh, imminent uh, for some reason. That's where my mind went. Um, and so I thought that if I could just set myself up somewhere on a piece of land where I could grow all my own food and have access to all my own water and a small communal base, that that way I would be able to exist on a level that's independent of the needs of a greater civilization or society that perhaps was pushing me to be overly consumptive, which in turn would cause trauma to the earth and to global humanity and animal life and plant life. And therefore, this retreat into an attempt to basically get out of society <laughs> for me was uh, something that I, I put all my attention into. Uh, and so I have a few stories to go into there, but I'm still going to just stick along the, my original topic. I'll expound upon this later on is that I definitely was still not content. Like I thought that that was going to be some sort of answer to the problem of my own angst and uh, distress and anxiety that somehow distancing myself from all these issues and problems that that would cause a state of contentment and I gonna you know I have the the gift of hindsight that's the beauty of being able to get a little bit older is we can look back on our on our um actions and say, huh, I was a little bit off there. Um, so I tell you all that, I say all that because I think that in this moment, finding contentment in whatever situation we are in is absolutely critical. Right now I'm sitting in my garage, I've got the garage door shut, staring at a bicycle, <laughs> got a bunch of surfboards stacked up over in the corner, um, got some folding chairs that are holding up on a wall over on the side there, so sitting underneath my paddleboard, which is hanging from the ceiling, actually a couple paddleboards, um, I got my tie mat rolled up, kind of misusing my tie mat, not able to do massage right now. Got a bunch of supplies stocked up, some water, some sundries. Uh, got a whole bunch of stuff that I probably need to get rid of, but for some reason I'm hanging on to it. Got this huge kite, this dragon kite that used to, that brings back some good memories actually, running with the kids out in the front street, trying to get this kite to fly. <laughs> All right, well, a little bit of a tangent there, but nonetheless, here I am, I'm sitting in my garage, right? It's a little bit hot. <laughs> At least it's quiet though. Good little 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 podcasting station. I feel pretty content. I feel pretty stoked. Um, I have had it pared down to living in a tent. Um, I've gotten pretty close. I wouldn't say I went all the way, but I got pretty close to intentional homelessness. I wanted to experiment 
in the past with paring it down so low, no car, just the tent, biking around on my bicycle. And, uh, yeah, I'd say that was I more content then than I am now? Am I more content now than I was then? I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say I'm a lot more content now than I was then because I feel like I was putting too much emphasis on trying to eliminate my need for stimulus and money and activity. And now actually being able to take care of a few things like bills and a home and my kids. I'm going to say I'm a lot more content now. <laughs> On that note, I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to pay my bills right now. <laughs> Anywho, I guess what I'm really trying to get at is that we have to explore this. We have to actively try different modes of being and push the contentment barrier. We have to try living with less. We have to attempt to live with more. We have to at least try to search out solutions and observe how we feel in the process of all these different ups and downs through life. And I think now more than ever, we can use this as a really grand opportunity to explore our connection to contentment and to explore our appreciation for what we do have. I'm extremely thankful to have my family, my children, my wife, my parents, my siblings. I'm extremely appreciative for having uh, a cushion to sit on right now. I'm extremely appreciative for my extended family, my extended friends. I'm extremely appreciative to have our support system at Native Yoga Center. I'm extremely uh, appreciative of having the ability to walk and I'm really appreciative of my friends who aren't able to walk, who have taught me how important important appreciation for simple things are. Um, I'm extremely appreciative for all the people who have lent an olive branch over the years and believed in believed in me and I'm extremely appreciative for oh wow there's a lot there's a lot of great I always keep coming back to people you know I'm extremely appreciative for um, the animals that have shown me kindness I'm extremely appreciative for all of the plants that I've had a chance to come in contact with, the opportunity to work with taking care of animals, taking care of 
plants, taking care of people. I think one of the uh, big parts and important, one of the most important things to help cultivate contentment is to start to practice taking care of something, anything. <laughs> take care of your bike. Take care of your, take care of your children. Take care of your spouse. Take care of yourself. Take care of whatever it is that you want to focus on. If we get into the element of what taking care means <clears throat> or symbolizes, personally, I think that taking care is an expression of giving beyond yourself, giving beyond ourselves for something and someone or uh, a purpose that's higher than or beyond our own need to survive. And then balancing that element of giving care beyond our own care for survival and creating some balance where we still also take care of ourselves, at least our basic health needs, so that we are capable to then extend a hand to take care of others. I think this is something that yoga and the teachings of yoga actually have built into place thousands of years ago. It's like a self-care system. It's like a self-care system that is, in, is put into motion solely with the intention of them being able to provide greater care for others. I think if we're going to end up coming out of these major challenges like pandemics, coronavirus, this is just the hot topic of the moment. <clears throat> but if we, if we put ourselves in a position to be able to take care of ourselves and take care of others, we can come out of this better for it. So again, my main intention for creating these 30-minute, close to 30-minute, probably not much longer than that, podcast where I, I'm just talking. Eventually when I get bring in some, some special guests that will talk to other people, um, we'll extend the sessions out a little bit longer. But here and now, I think try to take care of, let's try to take care of ourselves Take some time, find a cushion, practice calming down, practice allowing your awareness of breath. If you're having difficulty breathing, just practice when you take nice big inhales in, let the rib cage stretch and expand. And when you exhale, just release. Keep practicing nice deep inhalations. Let your lungs fill. Let your lungs expand. And relax. Let all the air out. Good. Maintain this. Keep this going several times throughout the day. Stop what you're doing. 
or continue to do what you're doing, but just get big breaths into your lungs and just feel what it feels like to have your rib cage expand. Create a meditation on contentment and appreciation for every single breath. I'd like to give a huge shout out to all of my friends in the cystic fibrosis community, all the CF warriors out there. I want to give huge appreciation to Piper's Angels, a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to helping those with CF, helping those that are having challenges with breath and respiratory uh, disease. I'd like to extend my concern for all of those that are dealing with the coronavirus right now that are ill, that are suffering. And just really hoping that this passes and relatively quickly, or at least in a way that we can minimize the amount of suffering that's going on today. going to be really important to just continue to focus on feeling appreciation for where we are and what we have here now. Try to let go of blaming any particular organization or person for where we are now. Let's focus on solutions, taking care of our immediate family, and taking care of our our neighbors. Continue to create a sense of Absolute awe and appreciation for everything that's simple and yet grand. Take a big breath in, fill your lungs. And exhale. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Uh, For me, this is a therapeutic experience because I'm just looking at this as like, I just want to sit down and express my thoughts and express my feelings, express what I'm thinking about today. If you enjoy it, feel free to tune in. If you don't, no problem. There's somebody else out there doing a podcast that that you can get a lot out of. If you get a chance to visit nativeyogacenter.com, 
We have online classes available for you, yoga classes. I'm going to be uploading these podcasts, these podcasts on there. <laughs> Got to get used to that. And I um, really appreciate your support. All right. I hope you guys have a great day. And I'll be checking back in with you here shortly. All right. Enjoy. Sit around, sit around.